set to kick one. it away. Charlie, good one here. Charlie Jones of the 35 of Iowa. Good snap back to Pristup. It oh, is blocked. blocked. You gotta be kidding Iowa me. picks it up at the 10, five, they have a touchdown. A blocked punt and return for six points. Hawkeyes right back in this game. Oh boy. Did that take him a while to get it off? Welcome back. Big Red Overreaction. Damon Benning, Michael Severe, Matt Stein sitting in and the producer. Uh, that was, of course, the highlight of the punt block, which Scott Frost referenced a couple different times and then referenced as well. You know, if they get the punt off and it goes however long, then they have to come 80 yards back, and that makes a big difference in the game. But as I said earlier, I think we've seen it enough to where they would have figured out a way uh, for that to happen. Did that bike come to you? Um, so one of the things we talked about a lot is close and what that matters and how it matters and the message. Dirk Chatlin, I put his question in here. This is Dirk asking about the message of continually saying you're close. Coach, you got the, the psychology of saying you're close. I, I, I think that's been a big part of keeping your team's spirits high and you know, the fact that they haven't quit. Is there a flip side to that where you have to maybe tell them, hey, we got a long ways to go to? Or do you have you, have you considered the psychology of what to tell your team? <laughs> Yeah, I consider the psychology what I talk to the team about every week and um, trying to give them a message. Yeah, I, I, but I really don't believe a message on Thursday night is is the key. Um, and I've tried and I will continue to. Um, really, it, it, it comes special teams and, and a little detail here and there. And we got to do a better job as coaches making sure the details don't get us beat. Uh, we got to do a better job as coaches making sure special teams don't get us beat. And when those things get you over the hump in a game or two, then, you know, it's not hoping we're going to win or thinking we're going to win. It's, it's knowing we're going to go out and get it done. And um, we got to do a good job of that. I don't think they need to be sold. I think each one of them just needs to make a decision that's best for them. Um, so uh, that was the end of the question. And then the next question was about selling people coming back for to continue this. But, you know, that's, that is the conversation that's been going on, not just this year. Um, I, I found a bite from the Northwestern game back in 2018 that it said the exact same thing, that we're so close that when we get over the top on this, this thing's going to get rolling. So he's been saying this since day one almost, at least game six of 2018. So this has been the constant message. We are close, we are close, we are close. And it hasn't helped saying that over and over again. Uh, brought to you by Burton, when the plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Uh, I mentioned keys to the game brought to you by Rotella's Italian Bakery. The key to any tailgate is brat, dog, and burger buns from Rotella's Italian Bakery. Uh, one of the keys, and we didn't get a chance to do it because we only did the show on Tuesday, obviously, one of the obvious keys was to be able to handle Iowa's running game, especially Goodson. Um, and for part of the game, they did. But Goodson's going to get his, and, and he got his. Yeah, he's just too good, right? To not we figured we talked. We said he's gonna get he's gonna probably get one or two. He's just too good of a natural runner. Yep. Um but again, my my favorite bugaboo running into the backs of another lineman and he put the ball on the carpet and same thing almost happened with Nebraska because that was in tennis you'd call that an unforced error with the exchange between Smothers and mm-hmm. and his running back. I just Michael, you just see that stuff too often with the Self-inflicted, yeah. Like nobody's causing those. Right. It's well, enough well, to drive you crazy. Great job by Rymers getting his hand in there, and you know you got three, at least three more years with that kid playing in here. It was already coming out. And though. He's gonna make some plays, and it was 
nice to see him be able to get over there and encourage it getting out. And, and, and hey, good job by the referees. I know the people on TV didn't think that it was yeah. the right call. But that, that call in the end zone. Oh, you're talking about on uh, the touchdown. The first touchdown. The would-be right. touchdown from Laporta. So if you think about it, what, what was said by the expert was is that it was the second act. It was the defender knocking out. That's not true. The ground caused the fumble. And so as soon as the ground causes the incompletion, it's not a completion. Yeah. So even in the end zone, that's the case. So it was a good call by referees, despite people from uh, all over, especially the Iowa fans, saying it wasn't. You want to go to Mark, you said? Even though Dean and them have been holding longer? Oh, Mark is back. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. Your call dropped. Go ahead, man. Hello, guys. Uh, first off, congratulations, Damon, on your boy getting his first D1 offer. I appreciate more, that. Thank more you. coming. Thank you. Yeah, watched him, watched him on TV. I live in Oklahoma, so I wanted to change gears a little bit. And yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm kind of tired of talking about what just went on. Let's talk about what we're go- what's up next, and who are you guys thinking, seeing, hearing is going to be the OC? Yeah, so I think I don't really. I mean, if people have thrown out all sorts of names, you know, you've heard, you've heard Virginia's, uh, you've heard Army, you've heard Tom Dick Herman, Pete's. you've heard Pete's. Um, so I'm not really sure. I think they're pretty close. He, Coach Frost said in the presser today, he'll talk shortly about coaching hires. I think he's going to talk about them all at once. Yeah, this week. Yep. Um, so I imagine that will come within the next four or five days. The thing about it is, though, I'm not so much worried about the who as it has to be a couple of different things, Mark. It's got to be a guy, I think, and some guys with some resolve. They've been through it before. Uh, this place is 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 different. Everybody thinks they know until you actually have to know. And it's compounded by the fact you could be on a one-and-a-half-year contract. So you have to be able to have some uh, – you know, you got to be cool, right? You can't, you, you can't panic. The other thing is, is you have to be able to receive instruction and still give input, right? Because Coach Frost needs some yin to his yang, right? He needs a guy or guys that can invest in him too. If it's more of the same where he tells them what to execute, it's not going to work, right? You, you need a different... You need a different listening mechanism so you can talk, you can have ideas and talk like dialogue, right? Those those things are really, really important to me because I think that's what they're missing. Anything else, Mark? Well, I, I I'm just curious on style. I, I I not living there. You guys are real close to this thing, but um, you know the ceiling on Iowa is. Is what it is. I mean, they're probably going to finish second. They're going to win ten wins and finish second in the West. And uh, if they do happen to get in the top twenty men, like uh, I worry a little bit about uh, not seeking the big trophy just yeah. because the people around us can't can't win it, aren't winning it. Right. Right. So no, I, I just hope we saying. don't get. I, get I don't want to look more. like the rest of the West. I, I want to. Try to be the best. Yeah, do something well, different. Mark, let me tell you, that's the funny thing about Nebraska. If you go and look over the course of these four years, they are closer, believe it or not, to what Ohio State does and is doing than they are really to Iowa, Wisconsin, even Minnesota. Based off of what they can do. Because, look, the team that Wisconsin can't beat in the end is Ohio State. Haven't been able to beat, right? Mm-hmm. Nebraska has come close 
two times now, putting up numbers against that team that other t- and getting to their quarterback both times. Nebraska actually is closer. The problem is they have to get over all those teams in the West before they get that opportunity to even play that team in the Big Ten title game. So, some, so here's your strategy. There's, there's some truth to that. Whoever you bring in, you have to say this to them. You have to be able to be able to beat a ground and pound, come right at you, play action offense in Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin. It's what Illinois is going to become as well. And in the end, when we get in that Big Ten championship, give me a way to beat Ohio State. It's a heck of a challenge. Yeah. There's a reason why the teams from the West haven't been winning this thing. Is it is it weird that you like some of those matchups against more explosive teams than you do against? Yeah, true. It's ground true. Ground and pound. Yep, it is very true. Uh, let's go to Dean. Hey, Dean, thanks for holding. You on Big Red Overreaction? You got it, fellas. Hey, um, so quick thought. I'm not uh, the biggest uh, football guy out there. Um, have been a part of some really great cultures at the collegiate level, baseball, basketball. Um, my, my concern is why is it so difficult to calm these guys down yeah. after these big momentum plays? And today, why not burn a timeout while we're ahead to help reassure our guys that, hey, maybe we need to redefine victory right now and just get a good drive put together. Hmm. But what's wrong with blowing a timeout when you're winning and the wheels are falling off, but you're on offense? Because sometimes you can't wait till the guys get off the field. That hadn't worked all year. And I don't know if that's a totally missing the point, but as I'm watching things unravel and things are starting to move fast on a, on a freshman kid um, who had played very well, I thought up till things started coming apart, why not burn a timeout and just be that reassuring voice for those guys on one of those drives in the fourth quarter? I mean, just letting it play out hadn't worked all year. So and then second thing, and you guys can talk, who is that dude with the glasses and the black jacket every game stand, standing behind Frost? Maybe we just get a new one of those guys and everything's fixed. Yeah, just go to Oscars.com and, and you'll find his, uh, his information. About Malcolm, correct? Yeah, Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. that's his name. That's yeah, his. he works Marcus, with the, he, Marcus, Marcus, Cash. Marcus. He Marcus he works Cash. with the players. He works with them, and he also makes sure that Scott Frost gets his uh, hydration. I'm worried. I, I I'm with I'm with Dean though, because, but you know that's my personality. Yeah, it's and you where, know it's, it, it's where I come from. It's as a what coach, I believe. though, those and I know it hasn't mattered, but those are golden tickets. You only get three of them, and maybe so. May, let's not it's let's tough. let's get away from the specific. Specificity of a timeout and just the ability to get your composure, mm-hmm, sure. right? So let's say you can't use a timeout, but you can. That's why I asked if you feel like I asked our callers if they feel like the quarterbacks take on the personality of what's going on on the staff, mm-hmm. right? Where you get the huge arms thrown up, or the kneeling down, or the head down, or the you know the the barking. Like we we act like that's not important, but you better embrace it because when your team mm-hmm. lacks composure, it isn't just you. You can't just say, "Well, play better or do better." Like they're getting that from somewhere, right? Handling conflict is usually modeled to you. Yeah. Now you have some. You have certain innate traits, but handling conflict is usually modeled to you. Funny. Uh, um, I've had fifteen people tell me. And this is, again, I didn't go to school with him. I didn't play with him. But they all say that one of the worst qualities that Scott has is handling conflict. They all, I mean, they all, these are people that know him. I, not people, I, not me. 
people who say he's not really good at handling conflict. He's not the kind of guy that is going to come up to you and say, hey, you're fired. He's going to have somebody else do it, which communication is the most important thing in leadership, period. I don't yeah. care what you're leading. You're leading the kindergarten or you're leading a Fortune 500 company. Communication is the number one thing in leadership. Mm. And if what people say that know him is true, then that's just not going to work. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot struggle with conflict. Let's go to random Mike. Hey, Mike, how you been, man? Hey, he fired four coaches. You don't think he individually told them? I just can talk about the coach that he didn't tell uh, a couple years ago. That's all I can okay. talk about. Hey, Brody, was that the kid? Yeah. Great call. Brody's awesome. Caleb, how many years does he have left? Two. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Uh, you notice they got Keegan Johnson involved early. Wasn't uh, that part of sticking it to Nebraska? It's funny you say that, Mike, because they they tried to get him involved, and it actually didn't work out well because, like, he had a lost yardage one. There was a fumble, some drops. Um, but it was cool. that You could tell that Ference was making sure that a guy who chose to come to Iowa and Nebraska was getting his opportunity. You know, Michael, you were talking about the Bear. You know, he's a statistics freak, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this Nebraska team is historic. It is. Statistics. It's historic. And, you know, you're right. So close, but so far away. Uh, here's the thing. Every rated team we played, well into the fourth quarter, anybody watching that game would say, hey, Nebraska could win this game. Yeah. Think about that. We yeah. talked about this last week, though. I don't agree with you. Pick a game where in the fourth quarter you were saying Nebraska's not going to win this game. I didn't think they were going to beat Michigan. And I didn't think they were going to beat Oklahoma. Okay. I didn't think they were going to beat Michigan. I didn't think they were going to beat Oklahoma. It looked like Those we were going to win that game, and that was well into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I never thought they were going to beat Michigan, dude. I just didn't. Well, you, just you, didn't you, know what I, you know what I think it is? I think you guys are saying two different things. Did he think that they were going to win, and you're saying they could They could win? Yeah, they could win. Yeah, I, I think you're saying could, and he's well saying whether he thought they would or not. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people didn't think that they would win, but it's it'd be hard to deny that they could win. They Look, were in man, position all the, the time. The tortoise could cross the street. You know? Oh, come on, give me. A I'm break. just saying it's true. The could is could is such a word that doesn't work in sports. When you you are not close when your special teams is that bad. You are not close when your offensive line, for the most part, is that bad. Or your quarterback not, can't make a play that he has to make to be able to keep a drive going. Exactly. And that one caller that said Smothers, and he's got to be related to the Smothers brothers, right? Because there aren't that many Smothers. That's hilarious, yeah. Uh, but Smothers, it was kind of encapsulated Martinez season because he was fantastic, and then all of a sudden you know, he's falling apart. But wouldn't you agree, having an old line that that's unreliable can make almost any quarterback you know, kind of fall apart at some point? Yeah, Mike, and I agree. we've gone over it, I don't know how many times, but at least after every game. We've gone over the pressure rate that Martinez has faced up until this point before Logan's mother's got a chance, and we went over it. We're talking 50% of his dropbacks over the course of a season, he was pressured. I, I don't know everybody else's, but I know that's not good. <laughs> that is high. I just know that, that's, that's high. That should not happen um, like that. Uh, as you know, this show brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton because they will hook you up. Also, Coors, from what I understand, it's cool and it's refreshing. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't get, I don't get I don't, into that. I wouldn't know. When I understand, it's cool and refreshing. But my man Mike J. Schaefer, that man loves it. He loves him some cool. From what I understand, that is his favorite. Let's go to Whitney. What's up, Whitney? How are you? Hi. Hi, Whitney. Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Happy Thanksgiving Thank you. to you too, Whitney. Hey, got a question for you guys. So, um, just kind of piggybacking off the question or the conversation earlier, where we were talking about. Um, just kind of, it doesn't look good for next year and what 
what do you find that's kind of hopeful? And um, I just wondered, what do you think success looks like to Trev Albert? Um, does it look like a 3-8 and eight season? What does it look like to him? Um, it feels like if they're not super clear on what success looks like up front, you could just kind of perpetuate the mediocrity of it. Um, and then also, uh, do you think Trev thinks that our record is close, right? So, quote, unquote, the close comment. <laughs> that's, 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 go, two that's great a, questions, that's Whitney. That's fantastic. And before Damon answers one of them, I want to remind you, he is the ultimate close guy. Before Damon and his other teammates went on that streak of winning the three out of four national championships, Trev was close. Yeah. You know what game he doesn't talk about? You know what game makes him mad? Florida State. It's Florida State because, yes, they didn't win it. He don't yeah. want to hear about close. He, he don't care about close. He doesn't. But uh, you asked $64,000 question, what does it mean to Trev? Uh, well, it's it's worst-case scenario. He has to have a winning record. So there'll be no – So seven and five. There'll, there'll be no rationalizing of close. You're either winning or you're not. Yeah. And you need to win more than you lose. And you need to win in such a way where – it's it's in spite of the opponent, right? Like it can't just be a Buffalo Fordham kind of deal, mm-hmm. right? You have to start being able to beat teams that are in your way and winning the West. I don't. That's not even really debatable. I, I like I'm ninety nine point eight percent sure that there's hard unequivocal data involved. It won't be the eye test. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get her pause for concern because. She said, what's well, a beautiful term, right? Perpetuate the mediocrity. Mm-hmm. There'll be none of that. Trust right. me. Right. You, you can't afford it. Right. You literally cannot afford it. You just can't. Yeah. Let's go to the uh, go back to the phones. That's where uh, Matt has been holding for a while. Matt, 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 Matt. Hey, Matt, Matt. welcome to Big Red Overreaction. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Matt. So, last few weeks. I Actually, I'm miserable, a- Matt. I'm miserable. Okay. I'm miserable. Oh, I'm tired of this crap, Matt. That's actually how I feel. How are you, you doing? You want to know how I felt today? How? So I'm sitting there looking, watching this game up until about middle of third, and wheels start falling off. And I tell my buddy, you know, I feel like the old commercial, the Sissy Pop commercial, where they go and see the owl. Yeah. Mr. Owl. How many licks, how many licks how many does it take? Yeah. Sissy Pop. Yeah. I feel like, Mr. Owl, how many quarters till we screw up mm. or we blow this thing? Yeah. And so today, you know, I've sat the last few games up in the press box, and today I decided to pick myself up the uh, the uh, stat sheet that the, that the people put out up there. Yeah. And I'm looking over those today, and, you know, one thing that really just blows my mind is I'm looking here at conference stat rating for offense, mm-hmm. conference game. Yeah. Rushing offense. We're ranked number four. Yep. Passing offense. We're ranked number four. Total offense, we're ranked number two. Mm-hmm. Scoring offense, we're ranked number six. I go, and then I look at red zone offense. Yeah. Yep. We're fourth from last. Yep. Percentage-wise. And it's told, it tells me exactly what I've been thinking all year. We're good between the 20s, but when we get in the 20s, we are horrific. Well, it's like everything else, right, with this team. They're, they're good when it doesn't matter. When it matters, right. they're not good. Right, it exactly comes down to these one-score one loss games. I mean, suddenly we can score a touchdown when there's 30 seconds left and it's irrelevant. It just, it just blows my mind. Yeah, there's something the to, other thing you saw today with Iowa, 
it must be nice to have a kicker who is like clutch, totally automatic. Do you know how that you know how that calms your nerves as a play caller? Oh yeah. <laughs> like so that, so that makes me look at field goals made and PAT kicking. PAT, PAT kicking for the year, we're dead last in the league. Yep. yep. Yeah. Field goals made, third from last. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've missed more field yeah. goals than any other team in the country, I believe, in terms of the amount they've attempted. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know, across yeah. point to special teams, I don't disagree with that all year. Special teams have been bad. That's why we have to have a dedicated coordinator or a coach for that. You can't just farm that out part time. I'm sorry. Or, or a better kicker, but yeah, either one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah either one got, of You got to have somebody that's 100% on these guys' career, you know. Um, but after seeing those stats, the, guy, the guy's got to step up and say, hey, it's my offense. My offense is blowing it, too. You know, it's not just one thing. So, I just, I don't know. Yeah. You know, momentum-wise, maybe maybe some of these players, you know, got it in their head once that punt block happened. But still, you got to pull yourself out of your rear. I mean, you're up by, what, we were up by 12 when that happened? I mean, you, you can't just let that thing, you know, you were still ahead by five at that point. You know? You gotta you gotta trudge on and fight. You know you just can't say, "Well, we just gave up a pump block. I guess we'll just hold it in for the day." Yeah. Hey, Matt, we appreciate the call. Thanks, man. All right. Yeah. Have a good one. Uh, I want a correction. Um, uh, second to last in uh, percentage of what is it? Four, four out of four out of fourteen. Well, Con- Connor Colt was uh, at five hundred. Uh, he was six out of twelve. Um, if you add in the other three. One out of seven. Yeah. So I think they're right at 49% yeah. on the season. That sounds right. Yeah. So um, it's not eight, the worst, eight, though. Eight you know the worst? I think they kick it for Northwestern. Eight, eight out of 17, is it, or something like the that? The kicker anyway. for Northwestern. And whatever okay. reason, people against Nebraska usually can't kick very well either. Uh, we'll get to, Let's take a quick break. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap the show up. It'll be our last break. But we'll get to all the calls. Again, as always, brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. And brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Big Red Overreaction back next.